You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for his glory. We thank you, Lord. You are so good in so many ways in our lives. And we say thank you again today. And we bring you our praise and we bring you our worship. And as we turn to your word now, we invite you to come and to speak to us, Lord, through your word. We invite you to minister through your word to us by its truth. We pray, Lord, help us to have open hearts and to yield to you. Amen. Also want to say a big thank you to AJ and Sarah and the band for, for leading us today. Well, as we come to the word, I'm going to take us right now to some really uh, familiar words for many of us. If you've got a Bible or a device, if you want to turn to Psalm 23, this is a Psalm of David and some of it I'm sure will sound familiar. I'm going to read it to us. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Wonderful, well-known words. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus spoke of himself as the shepherd, the good shepherd. You can read his words in John chapter 10. He said, I'm the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. And he says in those verses that we get recorded in John chapter 10, in verse four, he says, the shepherd goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow them because they know his voice. And I'm just gonna speak for a few moments today about sticking close to the shepherd as he goes on ahead and as we follow him. Now, as we head into autumn, just talking a week or so ago with Pastor Martin, and we both separately had a sense of God speaking to us that his church is not on pause, that his kingdom is always advancing, that God is always at work, and that for us here as a church, as CLM right now, amidst all the disruption of this season, the church is not on pause. Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking here about us getting back in the building. And whilst I cannot overestimate the joy of being with others to worship and the impact of the sense of the presence of God as the band have led and 50 or so of us here have expressed worship in whatever way we can without singing. Whilst all of that is true, this isn't about us being in the church building or what's going on here. Of course, there'll always be something that's deeply precious and powerful when God's people meet together to worship Jesus. But the church not being on pause is not about being in the building. 
It is about all of us. It's about you and it's about me and every one of us who makes up the church, the people. It's about us continuing to be active bringers of God's kingdom, active sharers of Jesus, of his goodness and of his grace. It's about us all continuing to be available for God to work through us. That's the church not being on pause. Now we do know that God is continuing to work through his people. We hear the stories of people within the church being blessed by others who've uh, called on them, visited them, blessed them in some way. We hear or connect with people coming on Alpha because somebody from CLM had uh, sent them a link to the church service and then invited them to come on Alpha. Or we connect with those who have begun a relationship with Jesus because someone from CLM sent them a link and they joined the service and they responded by praying at the end and then letting us know and have begun to walk with Jesus Christ. We know that the church isn't on pause, but maybe for some of us in this season, the last few months have maybe demanded so much of us that maybe there's some ways in which we've pressed pause on reaching others, maybe on sharing Jesus and on passing on what we've received. It's, it's understandable. But we sense the Lord speaking to us in this season. My church is not on pause. The Lord saying, my, my kingdom is always advancing and are you with me? You know, he will keep bu building and bringing his kingdom, but are we with him? You know, last week I was communicating with someone about the tension here that for many or maybe all for whom this has been such a demanding season and that their primary need right now really is for rest. It's for restoration, it's for recovery, recuperation. And yet when we hear words like this, that like, you know, the Lord is saying advance, the Lord is saying, you know, the church is not on pause, that can sound like he is driving us forward when what we feel it really is the need to rest. And as I wrote these words in an email, I sense the Holy Spirit remind me and direct me to the words of Psalm 23. That the shepherd who leads me to lie down in green pastures, the shepherd who leads me beside quiet waters, the shepherd who refreshes my soul, he's the same shepherd that guides me in the right paths for his namesake. He's the same shepherd that wants me to bring glory and honor to his name. The same shepherd that comforts and protects also anoints my head with oil and calls me and gives me more than enough for myself so it can overflow out into the lives of others. And what I would love for us to grasp today is that this isn't simply a season for resting or recovering, but nor is it a season for driving forwards and pushing or ignoring the impact of what the last few months have been on us. But it is a season to stick close to the shepherd. It is a season to stick close to the shepherd. As the verse I read from John earlier, it says, the shepherd goes on ahead of them and the sheep follow because they know his voice. And Jesus does not lead us like cattle, you know, if you're leading cattle, you drive them from behind with a rod and you prod them. He leads us 
like a shepherd, a Middle Eastern shepherd going ahead so we can follow as we listen to his voice. You know, in a season like this, when so much is so uncertain still, when the path ahead is not that clear, the shepherd goes on ahead. Our job is to follow as we listen and to stick close to the shepherd. So there's three simple points that I'm gonna draw from these verses in Psalm 23 to help us and to encourage us to stick close to the shepherd, particularly in this season. So firstly, in this season, we need to stick close to the shepherd to refresh us. You need to stick close to him so he can refresh you. I don't know if you've taken any time, if you've stopped to take stock of what the last few months have demanded of you. Maybe you're keenly aware that you need to be refreshed, of you need to be restored. I'm so aware that there's really different ways in which lockdown has impacted different people. It's brought different pressures and different issues to bear. For some who live alone, the, the prolonged time of restrictions has, has brought a weariness, a deep sense of aloneness for some of them. I'm aware you may be a parent and as your children go back to school after six months, which is a pretty big deal, hey kids, after six months, that's a long time. But also for you as parents, maybe you're just realizing that you've been in crisis mode for six months. And as we come into this time of transition, you've got emotions that are coming to the surface that you didn't even realize were there because you've just been trying to get through one day to the next. For some, you've not been able to see family members that you love. Maybe the rule of six now just compounds limitations for you. Maybe you're journeying challenge to your physical health. I'm conscious that there's many in the congregation who have been bereaved in the last six months, some due to COVID, but some due to other means. And you may or may not have been able to go to a funeral or do the normal things that we would do to help us to grieve or to come to terms with the loss of somebody that we love. Right across the church, we need to stick close to the shepherd so that he can take us aside to his green pastures, to his still waters, so he can refresh and restore our souls. You may realize that you need that. You may have no idea, but all of us need to stick close to the shepherd so he can refresh us. You may not even know really how to go about that, but just begin by acknowledging to him the things that have been hard or the things that you've lost or the things of the people that you've missed. And be still before him so that he can minister to you. Put some worship music on if that helps you, but give time and space to stick close to the shepherd so he can replenish and restore your soul. Secondly, we need to stick close to the shepherd to realign us. As the psalmist says, he guides me along the right paths for his namesake. You know, when the path ahead becomes less clear, then it's much easier to wander without realizing it. I don't know if you've ever been out for a walk sometime and you come to a point in the path and you don't realize, but you took a wrong turn by accident because the path just wasn't that clear and you end up somewhere you never meant to be. You know, in a season when the usual patterns and the usual rhythms are disrupted, it's so much easier to drift and not realize that it's happening. For some in this season, we've wandered a little or maybe a lot 
Maybe we've lost focus or lost direction. Maybe we've struggled to concentrate on church because it's on a screen like this right now. And maybe it's difficult because there's no one else there. Or maybe it's different because of who's there. And maybe you've got the whole family there and it's hard to focus. Maybe we've lost routines or disciplines that we had. You're probably with all heard or read some things in the news about those whose habits changed in lockdown, those who began to drink way more alcohol, those who ate more food or more unhealthy food. These are just examples of how our habits can change. You know, I, I found that I've lost something of the regularity of my own rhythm of personal prayer. And I found it hard to regain that and put that back into place. In fact, in just in the last week, I've made myself accountable to some others to help me so that I can get back on the right path to where I want to be going and where I, how I want to be functioning. We may well need God's help to get back on the right path. We may need accountability from others to help us to get back on track. We may not even realize right now that we've wandered, but we need to stick close to the shepherd so he can realign us. That happens, as you know, as, as we read his word, as we begin to engage in prayer and talk to him, as we invite Holy Spirit, he shows us where we're not quite on the right path. He makes it clear to us and he leads us back into the right path. But we need to stick close to the shepherd so he can realign us. Thirdly, we need to stick close to the shepherd so he can anoint us. God's plan and purpose have not changed. There are people around our lives who maybe aren't going to hear about Jesus from anyone else. Jesus began the church so it could bring the kingdom of God, the good news of Jesus to all, so they could all hear and everyone could have the opportunity to enter in. Think of those around your life. There are prayers for you to pray for them. There's invitations for you to send to them. There are questions that they have that you can answer. And they're more desperate now than they've ever been because the things that they used to trust in have crumbled. We've heard people recently telling of members of their family who've never been interested in Jesus before, coming to them and saying, I need you to tell me about Jesus. I need you to talk to me uh, because everything is different. The shepherd anoints our head with oil so that our cup overflows. He pours into our lives so we can simply overflow into others the goodness and the grace and the kindness that we've received from him. His anointing is not on pause. In John 10, 16, when Jesus is talking about the shepherd, he said, I have other sheep not of this sheep pen and I must bring them also. I think at that point, Jesus is referring to those he's going to go after and reach, but who are not Jewish. And we see his heart here as a shepherd for the sheep. So those who've not yet been brought home, those who are still outside. And this is what the church is here to do. It's to bring home lost sheep to the shepherd, to find those who don't yet know Jesus and to help them to come home to him. But to do this not out of our own driving hard, not out of trying harder, pushing more, forcing it, but out of sticking close to the shepherd and allowing him to anoint us and fill us 
So we can receive his kindness and goodness and grace and then allow that to overflow to those around us. So friends, we need to stick close to the shepherd. It's a simple word today, not one that's going to stretch our minds probably, but maybe there's a challenge for us in our diaries or in our routines to make time and space to stick close to the shepherd. Whether you need him to refresh you, to restore your soul, whether you need him to align you and guide you in the right paths, or whether you need him to anoint you afresh so that you overflow into others. The church is not on pause, but we desperately need to stick close to the shepherd for all that we need, for all that he desires to do in us and through us in this season. As I finish, I'm simply going to pray for us as a church. And I invite you where you are in your home to stand right now and open your heart. And I'm going to pray and ask the shepherd to come close and to stay close and to help us to stay close to him. Father, we thank you for your word, that you reveal yourself to us as a shepherd, that your heart is to lead us and to guide us to provide everything for us. We thank you as we read this psalm. We see and receive so much of your goodness for us. Thank you. We open our hearts to you again today. Would you help us to stick close to you? We invite you right now. The Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you'd come close to everyone who's tuning in that you administer even right now the things that we've spoken of, that you'd come and refresh, you'd come and restore, you'd come and minister into the deep places of people's lives. I ask your Holy Spirit that you'd come and begin a work of realigning us onto the right paths, where we've wandered, where we've drifted, that you'd bring us back. And I ask your Holy Spirit, would you anoint us afresh as your people to overflow to those around us, our families, our neighbors, our colleagues, that we would simply pass on what you are pouring into our lives to help them to come to you and to find you. Help us to share your goodness and your grace. Help us to lead others back to you. And we pray, Lord, You'd help us to move on and move forward as your church and to bring your kingdom here for your honor and your glory. Amen.